Hi, this is Liz Calandrino, and welcome to Fired Up Success. You know, Albert Schweitzer once said, in everyone's life at some time, our inner fire goes out. It is then burst into flame by an encounter with another human being. We should all be thankful for those people who can rekindle that inner spirit. My passion is to connect people who will share their stories about how they rekindled their own spirits, and I know will spark fire in your life too. This is Lizbeth Calandrino, and I'm coming to you from WCAA 107.3 FM in Albany, New York, and my show is called Fired Up Success. I'm a business coach, and I'm always looking for people out there in the universe that have something terrific to say and can help us move forward. And today, I'm really excited, as everyone else is at WCAA is that I have Ursula Rudenberg, who is the Pacifica Affiliate Network Director. And so today we're going to find out all about that and what it means to our little station at Albany. Hello, Ursula. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm excited about having you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I went and nosed around a little bit and from what I got, it appears that you went to the New York Academy of Art and you were a mural painter in New York City for 30 years. That's right. My training, actually, uh, my degree is in painting. Um, but um, back around 2000, and I was, I was, a, I ran a mural painting program in New York City for about 20 years, painting in parks and had an absolutely wonderful time experiencing the city at what I think was some of its most beautiful um, people in neighborhoods painting, painting together. Um, but then around the, uh, around 1999, I got, um, I started to ask myself, um, I had just finished uh, my master's degree in painting and wasn't, um, feeling very at home in the New York art world. Oh, or no, I shouldn't say that. I wasn't feeling very at home in the in the art world that I was in at the time, and uh, felt that I really needed first off to find community. I needed to find the people that were like me, and that I needed to you know have in my world to feel that this was a great world. Yeah. And couldn't figure out what that was. I had been in a lot of worlds in New York City, and. One day I realized the whole time I was walking around asking myself that question, I was constantly listening to the community radio station in New York, WBAI. And so I said, well, maybe I should go to the uh, radio station because that seems to be where the people are that I feel connected to. And uh, so I got involved at WBAI and um, that began, you know, my entrance into the world that I want to live in, which is uh, the world that has a lot of community radio people in it. And I definitely found, you know, the people that I felt connected to. And I was lucky, I, I thought I was just gonna find a few people in New York, but then I ended up being the affiliates network uh, manager for Pacifica Radio. And uh, that led me into not only people in New York City, but people in all over the United States. 
to people all over the world. And uh, it connected to me an entire planet of people that I think are some of the best on the planet. Oh, my gosh, that's really terrific. And then you went out um, to Iowa, right? You're, you're like 150 miles from my favorite friends who are in Fairfield, Iowa. That's my Oh, favorite. yeah. Fairfield's a great place. Oh my it's God. a beautiful place. It is. If they had an airport that was anywhere <laughs> other than two hours from nowhere, I would have moved there because I'm a, a, a TMer. I'm a transcendental meditator. And I thought, oh, my God, like you said, that's my place. So, yeah, there's lots going on in Fairfield. But going back to my hometown here in Ames, which is... Um, Really, uh, which is just 30 miles north of Des Moines, Iowa, kind of smack in the middle of the state. It's what they call heart of Iowa. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I ended up back here because in my work at Pacifica Network, um, back in 2007, um, there was a filing window. Uh, and it was really the first time in many, many years that people were able to apply for non-commercial radio frequencies. And... Um, I uh, was part of a coalition called Radio for People, uh, and it was a coalition of media democracy groups around the United States who wanted to alert community groups that this frequency, that this license window opening was happening so that all of the licenses didn't just go to religious broadcasters. Mm -hmm. And so um, we formed this coalition, and one of the things we did is we hired an engineer to study to see where there were frequencies available around the country. And so, of course, I checked out my hometown and there was something available here. So I got involved with encouraging people here in Ames to apply for a frequency. And um, it was a successful application. But then they couldn't figure out how to build a community radio station because they didn't really know what one was. And so they kind of um, convinced me to come back temporarily to help get the station built. And so I did. And that's when I, you know, learned the lesson that if you build something, you better, you better plan to run it. Too. <laughs> so I've been here, that was in 2012. And um, I was actually intending to go back to New York after the station was built. But, um, you know, a, a new radio station is an incredibly precious thing. And they really didn't know how to run it. And so we've been, um, spending the last nine years building up the station. And, you know, one of these days, I hope that they will, you know, spread their wings and fly without me. But so far, I'm still the station manager. I love it. So, um, Ursula, tell, tell our listeners about Pacifica, what that means. I mean, we, you know, we talk about it. We, you know, we've gotten recently involved in it. And, you know, we have a lot of questions like, how do we, you know, how do we get involved? How do we get, how do our producers get our shows out there? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, the short answer is Pacifica is the founder of um, essentially the concept of non-commercial radio. Um, it preceded NPR. It preceded public radio. It was a concept that was developed in the 19, late 1940s by a bunch of, um, uh, pacifists. That's why it's called Pacifica. Oh, it's not, okay. Not named after the ocean. It's named after pacifism. Mm -hmm. And um, and there, there, and, and it was right at the time when um, it was kind of like we're, the moment we're at now with the internet, where first radio was kind of this beautiful educational tool, and then 
it really rapidly became taken over by commercial interests. And so Pacifica felt that um, there should be a place reserved on the dial for just um, uh, spreading communication and expressing community to encourage discourse. And they felt that this was um, would encourage peace. And so they started with radio station in Berkeley, California, KPFA, and called it Pacifica. And then over the years, um, Pacifica was given four more stations, one in Los Angeles, one in Houston, one in Washington, D.C., and one in New York City. And so it became a network of stations owned by Pacific. Pacifica is but your basic nonprofit organization. It just owned these uh, five licenses then. But the thing is, from the, from, the fir from the first day, I mean, from the first years that um, KPFA was kind of created as this, you know, brave new model of a new type of media that was community-based and really based in the concept of the First Amendment, of free speech. Um, uh, very quickly, you know, one station became too small. Um, and so there were a lot of people that were very, very excited. I mean, you have to, you have to kind of realize that in those days, community radio was a concept very much like the internet. It was a breakthrough concept that uh, really inspired people tremendously. And, um, and so pretty soon KPFA became too crowded and people began branching off and starting radio stations in other places around the country. Um, but because this was all coming out of uh, KPFA, which was Pacifica at the time, you know, there was a natural progression where people, you know, working in the same field wanted to work together. So pretty much from the first few years of Pacifica, it began to have relationships with other community radio stations that felt like extended family. And that was really how the affiliate program came into being because over the years, you know, people wanted to connect with Pacifica, even though they were doing their own stations. And it just became a bigger and bigger extended family. And so that's kind of, so we're, so, you know, our affiliates, we have about 220 now in the network and they're kind of clients, but they're also kind of family, you know, it's extended because we're all kind of building, you know, the field of community radio together. And, you know, and over the years, obviously things have changed with the internet, so, you know, the and, and now with the pandemic, you know, the concept of how to conduct something like community radio keeps developing. What is its value and how do we do it? And so that's basically what the affiliate network is. It's radio stations around the country and uh, in Canada and in Europe and Africa who who have a relationship with Pacifica that want to kind of be part of this activity of just kind of building community radio and doing it on the level of, um, you know, programs like d doing radio together. It's, and so w when I started working, uh, our, our network kind of, the affiliate network was kind of rebooted and recreated in 2003. And when we did that, we really um, spent a lot of time asking everybody in the family, so to speak, what they really needed, you know, what was important to them. And one of the biggest, uh, you know, requests was uh, infrastructure for people to exchange programs, and mm. to be, uh, and and because before then Pacifica had a, used a satellite, well, um, to you know get programs out nationally, 
and to its affiliates. And um, even back in those days, you know, affiliates would call up Pacifica and say, well, we have a we have a program we'd like to put on the satellite. So this idea of affiliates also producing programs started pretty early on, you know, because people do great work everywhere. Yes. And um, and so they would ask to be on the satellite. And so when I came along in 2002, that was just the dawn of the Internet, too. And um, or not the dawn of the Internet, but the dawn of, you know, people starting to figure out how to use it. Yes. And um, and so uh, uh, Norm Stockwell at WORT in Madison, he, he, he was with me at a conference in San Francisco at a National Federation of Community Broadcasters conference. And uh, he sat down in a bar with me. We had had a few drinks and he, he, took, he pulled out a paper, a paper napkin and he, he, he said, this is what we want you to do. And essentially, he mapped out what is today Audioport, which is a website which um, essentially uses the concept of the cloud where, you know, people can put their programs in our server and then access and then other people can access it. The, um, the, the, one of the biggest requests that uh, our affiliates had back at around 2002 was that there would really just be infrastructure allow, that would allow everybody to both download and upload program on the web instead of just a satellite because the satellite was, you know, so limited in term because it's connected to time and space. Mm. And so uh, we built audioport.org, which is a website that essentially um, it's a very simple website. It basically allows people to download programming. It allows them to upload programming and it allows them to stream the satellite. And um, and it's really and and it's really those three things. It also does it does also um, gives people uh, private uh, space in our server to store materials privately and to share it with whomever they want. So it's a, you know it's a very early version of uh, you know a lot of different things that you have now today that. Um, and actually, you know, the other the other website that's similar to that is PRX, which belongs to public radio. And they actually talked to us back in 2002 about working together. Mm. But, but uh, we, we didn't end up working together because PRX is essentially built as a store. You know, it's a public website that um, people go in to get content and they pay. Audioport is not. Audioport concept is really... We are a warehouse for the network. So the only people who can access Audioport are, um, you know, network members. And the idea is this is not a place where you're going to go buy something. This is you're going to run into the warehouse, grab what you need and run out. And there's and, and so Audioport is really built to have almost no barriers. You know, there's no steps. You, you know, it's, it's meant to work very fast. Like you're literally just running into the warehouse, getting what you need and putting it on the air. And so, um, so we've been doing audio ports since 2003. And at first, people didn't know what to do with it. And uh, over the years, the website has become very, very active. And we're really excited that a lot of people, like recently WCAA, has started to contribute a lot. And it's very exciting, you know, to hear basically, you know, to have a, an, a global platform for all these local voices and and local show i mean uh, you know shows that come from community from local communities i guess is what i'm trying to say and and so um so today we have so audioport really 
transformed Pacifica from being a content provider to really becoming a platform for a huge network of community radio stations that you know all work together to build up the field. And so that's a much more exciting model, you know, than just being a content provider. Well, I have to tell you, it's really exciting for me. I've been with the station for maybe four years and uh, we're all volunteer. And of course, in the beginning, like you said, build it and they will come doesn't really work. Um, right. So we worked at it. We actually held the conference um, two years ago. So we said, OK, why don't we try to do that? Maybe people will remember us. I mean, it's really, ter- it's such a terrific thing to be involved in, you know, to see things grow and to watch people. We have so many talented people and to just listen to them. Um, so, you know, it's, ve- it is very exciting. Um, yes, it is. It's a beautiful thing and it, and it never stops. <laughs> it just gets, it just gets bigger and bigger because that's the human spirit, right? Yes. Well, so, so suppose, okay, so let's just say, you know, I want to put my show or I want to say, I wonder if anybody in New York would want to hear my show. I mean, can I call new, can I call them and say, you know, um, I'm on Pacifica. I'm in the, uh, it almost sounds like I'm in the Dropbox, you know, I'm in audio port and I'm wondering if you might want to air my show. I mean, is that because there's so many shows out there. How would anybody find you? Uh, well, yeah, what, what you're doing is exactly the best way to do it. You, the, the best way to get your show on somebody's station is to call the station and um, ask them to try it out. That is absolutely still the best way to do it. It's a, it's a grassroots network. It's based on grassroots behavior. We do have a listserv where people announce their shows. Okay. And, and people do use that to look for shows. And um, actually, one of the things we're working on right now in the affiliate network office is to really um, bring up to date. We do have a, a spot on our website that uh, is kind of a directory of shows. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and we it's it's uh, so we're working on getting that up to date so that people can maybe look by top, you know, by general genre. Um, but um, the main way people really are found is they put their show in audio port and people start to notice it and check it out. Um, so yeah, there is no, you know, there, there is no, um, there's no automated way to get shows on, on other people's stations. It really is just, um, calling them up and saying, Hey, you know, please give this a listen. I think you might, you might like it or you find, or the thing is audio port, um, um, has the, the the contact information for the producers so people so like-minded producers can find each other you know you can find a producer in a radio station and say you know you may be interested in airing part of my show on your show because it's a you know it, it adds to what you're doing so it's it's not just the shows themselves but it's the contacts between people on the website that allow people to find each other you know that's very sophisticated uh i interviewed a woman out of madison wisconsin she's an interior designer and i interviewed her and then sort of kind of at a lark i decided to go find a station in madison wisconsin and i called up and i talked to the um station manager she was like oh my gosh i can't believe anybody's calling me 
And I said, <laughs> wait a second. Not only do I have a show you might want, but I bet if you talk to her that you might be able to get her to underwrite something for you. And she said, oh, my gosh, it was so it was at that point, Ursula, that I realized the magnitude of what this is. I got a little verklempt when I did. It was like, oh, my gosh, this thing is huge. Yeah, it is. It is. It's huge. But it's 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 um, it's all based on grassroots concepts. So it's very much person to person. You know what I mean? Yes. Everybody in the network is is I mean, I, I'm not every single person, but I would say almost every person in the network is a really, really fine person who, you know, is, is doing the almost impossible. So anyway, yeah, I mean, the beautiful thing is that this is all based on grassroots connections between people. That's who we're dealing with. You know, we're dealing with people who, who, who want to be doing this because they want to communicate and build community. And this applies to the, the global level in our network as well as the local level. So uh, yeah, people are finding each other through Audioport and, um, and, and, and it, on one level, it's really huge and it, because it is a global network. And on the level, it's, it's uh, very simple because it is grassroots local community is the basis of it. And so it's people just being what they, doing what they want to do to build their communities and to connect with other people around the world who are doing that too. And um, it's, uh, it's really amazing. And, and some of these people, you know, are on the forefront of democracy and are just really incredible people to be able to associate with. And so, uh, you know, I came to Albany to, to your conference there. So I, I know where you are, I can visualize it. And um, I just uh, really am thrilled and really excited that folks in Albany are starting to kind of step into the network and become part of this um, and, and add to the, you know, to the energy. Every time we get a new affiliate, we say, we can't wait to see what you contribute to the network. And we really mean that, you know, because we want to hear what's happening in Albany. And, um, and I'm, I'm just so thrilled that the folks at Albany are beginning to connect with us on that level. And um, we can't wait to hear what, what comes out of Albany, you know? And oh, I mean, God, it's so exciting. I'm honored to actually talk to you. Um, you have one minute. Can you talk to us about how we begin to get, now they're not called sponsors, right? But how we can get underwriting. It seems to me that's kind of tough in the beginning. Well, it is, and especially with the pandemic right now, it's hard. But uh, the people who, essentially, underwriting is, um, you know, somebody gets credit for supporting a community service, which is your radio station. So you want to, you know, you want to go to local businesses that want to be acknowledged for that. Uh, also, organizations that want to get a message out often will do that. You know, people who um, who associate, who want to be seen as being community building uh, members of the community, those are the people that are go going to want to, um, you know, underwrite your station. And it's the same way you get programs on the air. You have to go and talk to people and just, you know, convince them that this is, um, you know, this is uh, a way that they can be seen as supporting community. Oh, that's really terrific. So do you want to give us a plug for Pacifica and what you're doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're just thrilled that you're in the network. I mean, Pacifica Radio is a um, it's 
because we, we they're doing a fantastic program once a week now called COVID Race and Democracy, oh. which, is, which is a collaboration between people at the different Pacifica stations and affiliates. And it's just, you know, gathering the stories of what's happening to people and these, uh, you know, very, very interesting and difficult times. Uh, we'll also probably be covering the um, the uh, presidential conventions and elections. And uh, so, you know, Pacifica just continues to do whatever it can to, you know, be on the forefront of information and news and, um, you know, get there first in terms of letting people, letting, letting you and letting each other know what is really happening to us in this world and in this country, right? Right. So, so you run the station, so you're running the station. They're not sure you really want to run the station, but you are in Ames, yeah. Iowa, and you are um, the network director for Pacifica. Is that right? I'm the, I'm the affiliate network manager. Affiliate network manager. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much. Um, like I said, I'm really honored, and I know that everybody is going to be excited. When I was talking to Paul, he said, oh, I love her. She's so great. And I said, <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm going to interview her, and she's going to help us even more. So thank you so much, Ursula. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I, I hope this, um, you know, I hope you can pull this together. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, it's been challenging, but we did it, right? We did it. And if we can't, I'll just call you up. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs>